three, two, one. Welcome back to another AT Talks. This is episode six on topic three. Three is National Athletic Training Month. This will be our last episode before we move on to topic four. Topic four was voted on, and it's overwhelmingly things I wish I knew when I started. So that's going to be a fun one to talk about. But we have three guests today. We have Anne-Marie, we have Todd, and we have Emily. If you could just quickly say something about yourself so that people can learn who you are. Sure. So I'll take a lead. I'm Anne-Marie Francis. I work in a secondary school's private high school full-time there. Uh, I actually started the profession uh, by graduating in the last millennia. So I've been at this for about uh, 25 years now. Uh, and then um, I have spent some time in other settings. So I've done a little bit of freelance work, PRN for a hospital right now, uh, as well as a little bit of time in the college and clinic environments. Awesome. I'll, I'll, take, uh, I'll take the second lead here. Uh, my name is Todd Sable. I'm from Ohio. Um, still kind of a young buck in the profession. I'm in my, my fifth year, and I work in the secondary school setting. And then I also uh, was and currently am working on in my new uh, – I just moved, so I'm working on uh, have a, having a private practice, a private uh, cash-based athletic training practice that I was running in Columbus and now working on getting started back up here in the Akron area. So. All right. Hi, everybody. I'm Emily. Um, I'm out of Illinois. I'm also kind of on the newer side. I've been four years in a secondary um, setting as well, uh, working out of another, a bigger athletic, uh, a bigger uh, PT company currently. Um, I've kind of dabbled with this company. I've been through at some collegiate settings, um, but I mainly stick to the collegiate, uh, I mean, the secondary school settings currently. Do we, do we have any big plans for National Training Month? Anything we plan on doing this year? Uh, so I'm based in Virginia. Um, I'm actually closer to the D.C. area, so I've got a nice metropolitan suburban um, sort of foothold. I intend to actually increase my Twitter links, uh, the network, to get expanded outside that region. So I do have a Twitter handle, A Frank Advocate. The idea being that I was shortening up uh, some things to try to be a really frank and honest professional advocate for athletic training and trying to develop the network in Twitter is actually one of the goals that I've got for the entire month of March. But in addition to that, at the school level, I'm going to be doing a little bit of extra uh, professional housekeeping, shall we say. Uh, the intention is to actually make cold call contacts to the local healthcare community to reach out to physicians, especially pediatricians where our kids land. Uh, in addition to some new urgent care centers that have popped up, some physical therapy offices that I've located through some recent concussion cases. And the idea is really to kind of put in front of them who I am, where I am, what I do, and how I can cooperate in communicating with them. So it's kind of a cold call effort. I'm targeting uh, five different places each week throughout the month of March, and I intend to give them a little bit of like a letter of introduction along with a snapshot of what athletic training is. Um, I haven't decided on how exactly with a handout or a flyer, but I'm going to use uh, resources from the NATA or the local Virginia Athletic Trainers Association. We've got a website up that's got some great resources as well. And I, I got a question for you. So do you plan on actually cold calling or do you plan on walking into their practice with that? A bit of both. Yeah, a bit of both. Um, right. Some places are close to school, so it'd be easy to, to drive over to. Uh, but our Catholic high school draws from quite a distance away. Mm -hmm. So if I've got athletes, uh, especially going south from school, that could actually turn into an hour and a half commute. <laughs> so those will definitely be uh, mm -hmm. phone call based, trying to reach 
probably office managers or uh, the particular physician I'm trying to target. Awesome. Very cool. Um, so the biggest thing for me, and if, if, if you guys have seen me on, on social media, I try to do a, a pretty, in my, in my view, a decent job of advocating for the profession and being very positive. And I, I, I want to continue to do that at a, at a little bit higher level here in March. Um, I've never done a ton of, um, you know, the, even though the resources that NATA has are great, I've never been one to kind of put them up and around, which I may do that this year. But my biggest thing is to maybe do a little bit more of that virtually through Twitter, through Instagram, through Facebook, um, just to kind of get those out there because the, the, the speed at which those things can be spread around is awesome. And I'm a huge proponent of social media when it's used in a, in a positive way. Um, and a, a big thing that I also, when I was, when I was working uh, in the private catch-based practice in Columbus, the biggest thing that I found what was it was really cool, and I wasn't super expected when it was happening in real time. But looking back on it, what I plan on doing this month is getting in front of people face to face, even if it's just at a gym or a fitness center, and not necessarily even telling people exactly what we do, but how we can help and how we can care for them. Um, when I was working when I was working at a gym in Columbus, I was in a big powerlifting setting, uh, bodybuilding setting, and just being able to provide little tidbits every single day and showing you know what athletic trainers can do how we can help you in real time and not just you know theoretically yeah we prevent injuries diagnose injuries evaluate injuries you know this 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 is like this is how i can help you right now and this is what i can do to help you hit your 400 pound squat right now you know this, these are things that we can do hands-on to help you feel better help you do something you love you know with people you love you know so um, just kind of showing them in real time and kind of that tangible like effect that we can have, not just a lot of theoretical stuff because everybody responds differently to, you know, if we have like our two or three minute elevator pitch that may resonate with 10 people, but 20 people may, you know, zone you out in the first 20 seconds. So you got to kind of know who you're talking to and speaking to. And so that's, that's something kind of without going on a soapbox, what, what I intend to do here in March. Awesome. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm usually not much of a social media person, but uh, I'm also, you know, I don't have the Twitter feeds or anything like that, but I do plan on, you know, kind of reaching out to people out in, um, you know, yeah, like Facebook or if I'm able to kind of understand Instagram, all that too, but most of our stuff that we like to do, oh, we have a sports medicine program that we have at my secondary school. So we get our students involved as well. They get, we get them to, you know, be able to help prom like promote the National Athletic Training Month at our high school, you know, even also around in our community as well. Um, we've in the past, we've had kids do like a proclamation at, you know, the, uh, like a, a district meeting or something like that too, you know, and we've had a lot of opportunities to get that feed out there as well. Um, I'm also just currently too, just looking out for new ways to reach out and uh, let people know what the profession is since I always seem to be doing my elevated speech, like constantly as most people don't understand what um, athletic trainers actually do, so. Is there anything you've seen that people have done in the past or that you've seen uh, like coworkers, colleagues, like, hey, I'm going to try to do this. And you're like, oh, such a great idea. I've attended a few athletic events, uh, professional sports wise, where they actually honored the athletic trainer, um, took, took a moment to put something up on the uh, Jumbotron, you know, get them to say hi, wave, something like that. I've also seen a few things where they were honored at halftime. So you actually had um, professionals in the organization, the president of the club or whoever uh, out there presenting something for gratitude. 
uh, and recognizing National Athletic Training Month, uh, which is huge in our area, being in Washington, D.C. area, uh, to get that kind of reach because that's stuff that's actually not just limited to the 20,000 people or so in the arena, but it's being televised because they're taking those moments to kind of put it in, in the limelight. Yeah, I, I'll piggyback off that. I, th I think the, the biggest thing, and I, there's been a lot of people that have done it really well, but situations like that where we're, we're advocating and publicizing the things that we do on a daily basis to people outside of our realm. I think we're, we're really good at advocating to other athletic trainers about how, you know, all the knowledge and things that we have and the things that we do. But I think that we kind of get in our little bubble sometimes and we need to do a better job of expanding that out to people who may not have any clue what we do. Um, I mean, Alicia Pennington's one that comes to mind. I know I remember Kemery Sigmund, who was actually one of my professors in undergrad. Um, she's been very active on social media. She, she kind of, kind of challenged us uh, one day on, on social media, like how can we get this out to people outside of, you know, just our athletic training bubble or circle, because we're all a pretty close knit community, especially people who are very active on social media. We're always kind of, I feel like speaking to each other, but how can we get that out and vocalized to a wider variety of people? So like I said, that, I, I could, I could list off 20 names, but there's people that do a very good job of that. I think we just need a little bit more. You got anything to add to that, Emily? I honestly, I don't think I, I think they no. said it all. Quite there's, honestly, not, there's, so. nothing that, there's nothing that Brian's done in the last like 35 years of his career that at the school. I mean, we, you know, just to kind of, I mean, we kind of do something toward my company base, you know, it's not really necessarily you know, just in general, kind of promoting athletic training services we've done. And recently, actually this past Friday, we had for our uh, last, our senior night for boys basketball, we had, um, my company did a night where we kind of, you know, just promoted our company and kind of, you know, kind of promoted our services, kind of recognized, you know, what, you know, my company can do, you know, for the community, you know, so it's kind of nice to, you know, bring it out just to, um, you know, it's, just get it into the limelight of, you know, this is the services. Now, granted, this also, too, involves PT, you know, as well as OT, you know, all that as well. But we all, they also kind of encourage with, you know, they recognize us as well. I know there's, you know, we also try to, they try to do it at my high school, too, is just to kind of recognize us, too, you know, with announcements prior to games, you know, sporting events, you know, like for football, for basketball, or, you know, certain, turn, you know, events there as well. Um, granted, not maybe not every time, but you know, from here and there, you know, we get that name um, out there as well. Yeah, for, um, for, I'm in Indiana and I'm at a high school and for March, we don't really have any sporting events, but at uh, 225 is the afternoon announcements. And I'm pretty sure I'm gonna work my way into that main office and, and get on those announcements. Nice. <laughs> but Todd, I think you bring up a great point. I saw that a few months ago. Someone was like, great job advocating, but we advocate to ourselves. So I've been trying to follow strength coaches, sport coaches, PTs, nurses, uh, physical therapists, just everybody try to expand. And then I also appreciate, Emery, if you have any friends that have 10, 15, 20 years of experience and want to come on this show, talk to them. Because if you watch the episodes, it's overwhelmingly young professionals with two, three, four, five years of experience. Uh -huh. 10, 15, 20 years are just... Uh, not interested in this kind of format. Well, and sometimes it's uh, schedule-based or we've got mm -hmm. families that we're trying to work with. Absolutely. Um, you know, there's a handful of folks that I've already begun to try to 
quietly reach out towards um, because I think social media is one of those things that um, if they're trying to reach stakeholders and your stakeholders are your parents or your teenagers that are going on and playing in college ball, um, you know, starting out those connections now makes a huge difference and pays dividends down the road. So I certainly can see the value in doing some of that stuff. Uh, and then, of course, being in the secondary schools, if you're not reaching out to parents and making inroads across all their walks of life when you're helping little Johnny or little Susie uh, recover from their injuries, you're losing out on the big opportunity to just kind of circulate awareness about what the profession is. I can speak mm -hmm. to um, the growth within our larger families at our high school. Um, the parents that know me send their kids in, and I'm getting to the point where I'm almost um, seeing the parent with the child like I'm running a medical office. Mm -hmm. They're coming in together um, to approach whatever the health matter is. So I think those sorts of things certainly occur in my backyard to an extent. Uh, and it is a little different between public schools and private schools um, as to how you kind of pitch, so to speak, your elevator speech or your um, care plans. And those sorts of details, certainly um, you can circulate that a little bit wider if you just create some awareness, whether it's still frame photos that you're putting up on Instagram, um, you know, commenting on articles that you can locate and share professionally through Facebook or Twitter. Those are the kinds of things I'm going to be experimenting just a little bit with here in the next week to try to figure out kind of where I'm going to hit my, uh, hit my ballpark run, uh, so to speak, throughout March. Yeah, and in, uh, in June and July of 2019, I received approval from the athletic director to create a Facebook sports medicine page. And I, I've just been posting a lot of pictures. I'll take a lot of selfies with the kids or the team pictures and uh, they're playing sports or maybe they're in the weight room and just getting that information out there and getting my face out there. The parents are starting to more be known. I'm becoming more of the community. And they, yep. know, they know now that, oh, if something were to happen, Tom is there. Tom will take care of my kid. I've seen him take care of my kid. I've met him at a game or something. So just starting in your own house, your own school, your own, uh, even if you teach at a school or you're a professor, just starting in-house is a great place for advocating. Uh, is there anything else we want to add or we, we think we hit everything? Uh, I'll add one more thing only because I think, and it, it kind of ties into what I was saying earlier, but I read, um, I read a book called Building Your Story Brand by Donald Miller um, earlier this year. And I would recommend every single athletic trainer to read that book because it's like, it's perfect for ad, like learning how to advocate for ourselves better. And like, it's almost like a elevator, elevator speech on steroids. Like if you had five words to describe what you do and how you can help the person standing right in front of you, how would you do that? Like getting away from the fluff, getting away from everything that, that you think is important to you because that may not be important to them. I would highly recommend everybody, everybody read that because it, it makes you think differently about how you speak to people and how everybody's interests are different and, they, and you, what you think is important. It may not be what they think is important. So. Well, I appreciate all three of you spending some time this morning, this Sunday. Well, it's noon here in Central Time, so it's not morning anymore. It's afternoon. But thanks for coming out and spending, you know, this is probably 15, 18 minutes or so. I would like to have uh, you guys back for future topics. This is a hard topic to really dive into and elaborate on, but topic four is going to be really good, the things I wish I knew when I started. Um, so thank you for your time, and have a good rest of your Sunday. Thanks, Thomas. Thanks again. Thank you, Tom. Bye-bye. Right,